I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Okay, me and your mama be fucking. Boy, you ain't about that. You seen her looking all mad. Ain't it time for your nap? You wake up on back eating all your snacks. Don't ask for help with your math. Stupid. Ain't my fault that you can't add. Don't be out here fake crying, lying, up in the keyhole straight spying. Only knock on the door if you're dying. Hey, welcome to the Black Out Test Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. That's right. Saturday morning feedback time. Yes, it is, Mister DJ. That's right. Yeah, if you guys uh, come to watch this recast live, or if we you watch the stop. replay, uh, there's like forty five minutes of just stone cold grooves. <laughs> I know. And if you hadn't stopped, we'd have been playing for another hour. Like, yeah, uh, we really didn't start to twelve. <laughs> yeah, like sometimes I'll be forgetting that. Uh, you know that i'd start playing that music i'm like oh yeah that's right we do have a show to do yeah and, uh, and he'd be playing that that ah shit black woman shit and i'd be like what's we going like you ready next thing you know he hear me dancing in the background yep so uh yeah we got a little got a little too crunk in here today. yeah it did <laughs> but gotta uh sing along yep let's uh go ahead and uh get back get into it though this is the blackout tips feedback episode uh the about section has all the contact information Leave us five-star reviews on iTunes. Write us emails. Leave comments on the website. Vote in the polls. Leave comments on your votes in the polls. Uh, you can even do stuff like leave voicemails. All of that stuff is what we respond to today on our feedback show. Um, the official weapon of the show is... The taser. An unofficial sport. is bullet ball. And bullet ball extreme. Mm-hmm. Today... I want to thank all the people that gave us money throughout the week when they donated, man. Thank so, you know, you they went to the blackoutest.com, looked in that right hand column, they hit that donate button. You know, many other people are premium subscribers, man. We appreciate y'all too, man. Y'all make this possible and this work, make it worth doing. Yes, you do. Uh, let's talk about the people who gave money recurring, dog. Maurice Novembre, the, uh, villain of season five of Miami Vice, uh, killed, uh, Crockett's girlfriend. Yeah. I wonder if he got an S girl or, or you know, <laughs> a wave new old perm now. <laughs> right. Uh, he has like an all white jacket. Of course. With a pink shirt. Members only. Uh, Conrad L. You hit us with that. Um, uh, first time, official first time donator of the show. Thank uh, you. Corey A. He hit us with that return donation. Uh, the tickler. Uh, Jeremy Richardson, uh, everybody knows, you know, won the duck contest 2005. Great, great player. Thank you, Sue. Keith R., he hit us with that recurring donation. Thank you so much. Damian Jackson, who I am for real. He hit us with a recurring donation. Marlena A., recurring donation. Shirley Huang Esquire, please say the Esquire. Uh, she hit us yeah. with that recurring donation. Um, and her people ain't no communists. So any of you guys out there trying to spread those, those lies and falsehoods, y'all remember that. Okay. People are not communists. All right. Now let's get into, uh, some of the other stuff that people did. Uh, we got one five star review. So I'll go ahead and read that. Kevin from New Jersey says, Rod and Karen five stars. After listening to Rod so much on the Evening Jones, I finally decided to listen to the show. I downloaded every episode I could, I possibly could, and the last haven't stopped ever since. I eventually will become a premium member, member, and I have donated my Twitter. You two have inspired me to think about starting my own podcast. In my own school, I was the guy 
that was that guy who was kind of a nerd and who caught who everyone called white acting white while being a black man i don't remember the episode you guys talked about it but when you did i absolutely got it and could relate later in my life it hasn't bothered me but it became annoying as i've started to build my own business in high school it left me as a quiet almost anti-social like kid to see people like you and karen not only get through it but to create what you guys have created let let me know things can can and will get better Thank you, and keep up all the amazing work that you guys do. P.S. Sore ratchetness is a disease that people should ah. <laughs> that people that ne- people need to be aware of. Let them know we need to take a stand against it, Rod. Thank you, Kevin from New Jersey. It's good to have a fellow uh, ally in the fight against sore ratchetness. Yes, okay, it is. now we read about a lot of sore ratchetness from New Jersey, so you keep your head down and stay indoors, away from people with sores. All right, after midnight. Yeah, especially after midnight. Uh, same rules as, as a Magua. Yep, okay. Gremlins. You don't feed sore owners after midnight. Uh, don't give no alcohol after midnight either. We had polls on the show and comments and stuff on the website, theblackoutist.com. Um, not a lot of comments left on the episode, but a lot of comments left on the polls. Okay. Did anybody go back or? Uh, yeah, yeah. A couple of people went back, so I'll just read the comments. Okay. The trailer for the movie Gravity looks interesting, looks boring. I haven't seen it. Uh, looks born had 48%, looks interesting had 35%, haven't seen it, 17%. Sterling left a comment. The trailer was comedy to me. A white woman just crying and spinning out of control in a black vacuum. Yes. Sign me up. But I have a feeling somehow she's gonna live, so I don't really want to see it. Still can't figure out how they filmed this in space though. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, With it's, black screen. Yeah, very weird documentary. Uh, I feel like Sterling thinks it really happened. Ah! Uh, should people disown their family for being bigots? Yes. Uh, 67%. No, that's too harsh. 33%. Sterling replied, if you got blood relatives that are a piece of shit, fuck them plain and simple. Don't keep that venom in your life. You can do bad all by yourself. That's a true statement. Yeah, I agree, man. Um, that was on the episode, uh, the, that positivity. Yeah, that was on the episode, the transgender war, where we, you know, we talked about, um, uh, you know, a bunch of stuff where uh, just, you know, the Chelsea Manning stuff, a father wrote a letter to his homophobic daughter who had disowned her son, mm-hmm. you know, his grandson, basically. And he was like, nah, you're the one who sh- should be disowned and you're the one who's being, you know, unreasonable and mean. Like, you know, this is your son. You, you know, your even people, yeah, even people that claim to be like, you know, super duper Christian and stuff would, you know, a lot of those people are even like, well, you still can love the person and not agree with blah, blah, blah. This woman disowned her son. And yeah. I was glad to see somebody turn the tables and be like, no, you're the one who needs to be out of the fucking, you know, loop of the family. Like your son isn't doing anything to bring negativity to this family, but you are, you know? Yeah. You've chosen something else over the family and that's fucked up. Very. Uh, episode 564 pass uh, was where uh, people get sore seriously is what that stood for. Um, the poll was, do you hate your job? Yes, no, or it's okay. Yes, 31% of people that we polled hate their jobs. No, 33% of people don't hate their jobs, and it's okay, 36% of people. So I say only about a third of people really hate their jobs here. Um, you know, uh, that, that list to our show, which is good. That's a good thing. Cause we need you guys to keep working to send us money. Okay, guys. And ah! 
if you go you spend a lot of time listening to us at your job i hope we're part of the thing that makes you not hate your job ain't that the truth Nick Ju says, I consider myself extremely blessed to have two jobs I love. I'm in transition right now in both of my professions, so there are challenges, but I'm ready for them. I still love the company I work for, and while sometimes I am tired and while clock watching, I can't wait to go home, but that's to be expected. It's not so, and it's not often. My second job doesn't pay much money, but the other benefits are very rewarding. I spent many years in the workforce hating what I did, and theater was my escape. I was fortunate enough to find a day job that pays well and be able to monetize my hobby by winning. Understood. I agree. Me too. Uh, our main Sparkster said, I mean, and the main Sparkster says, two words, customer service. And not just any customer service, but pharmacy customer service. I get to spend my day explaining to people about how we can't fill a prescription from 2007, oh. how their insurance has expired, or how they shouldn't drink the liquid solution for their asthma inhaler. Wow. In return, I get to have them not listen to a single damn word of it. There's nothing like having a 70-year-old woman with the voice of a buzzer with throat cancer call in to have one of her 20 prescriptions refilled. And all she can tell you is, it's a blue pill that I take every Wednesday. Oh, then there's the addicts who are ready to jump across the counter and fight you because you won't refill ah! their prescription for a narcotic that has no refills typed in huge bold letters on it. The worst part is that I can't wear my headphones, so I can't even listen to some blackout tips to help the time go by faster. I'll end this with a word to the wise. Don't fuck with people who are preparing the medication that's keeping you alive. Ain't that the truth? I've never, never, never understood that. Because if you, that's like the food. You fuck around and mess something up, give me something too much, give me something uh, high dosage, low dosage, give me the wrong shit. Mm -hmm. i'll die no thank you i've been very i'm always very very patient and i think because i'm always patient and pleasant and polite when i go into the pharmacy i i I shock people i can't tell you how many times i went to the pharmacy to fill up something and the lady be like well oh we don't have that right now it'll be 10 minutes i was like oh okay i'll wait and they look at me like you'll you'll wait i was like yeah i'll wait i'll let you do your job and get it right Mm -hmm. i'll sit up here in the corner and wait an extra 10 minutes for you to do it right. Ain't no reason to yell at you. Ain't no reason to stressing you out. Ain't no reason to hollering at you. This is your job. Yep. I, I think uh, we've had talked about it on the show a few times. I where show You know, I've gone to the pharmacy and seen people just act a fool. And I'm like, but you're asking them for your blood pressure medicine, right? Yes, your heart like, I don't, medicine. Like, the last thing I want is the guy who is putting the medicine in my pills to be back there angry, upset, and nervous. I'm going to be like, relax, take your time. We're going to get through this together. Yeah, I, I honey. You need I, me to get back there and answer some phones? Like, what I, do we need I, I to make your life easier? Whatever, whatever we can do to be sure you don't kill me. Right. I just want my life-saving medication. That's all. Yeah. You fuck around and give you, like, half the dosage of your pain medicine. You be home, can't sleep and shit. Yeah, fuck around to give you the wrong medicine. They be like, um, you was supposed to get him kidney medicine. Why yeah. is he got heart medicine? Uh, should a child under the age of 18 be able to get an abortion without parental uh, consent was the poll for episode 565 Lincoln Care where we had Ty Diamond on. Um, yes, 81% of people say yes, you should be able to get an abortion without parental consent. And 19% of people said no. Uh, Sterling says, while normally I'm not for kids making life-changing decisions on their own because typically they're dumb as shit. Yeah, I agree. This should be up to the person getting it because in situations like this, the parents might try to push their personal beliefs on the child when it's not the child's belief and ruin that kid's life. 
uh also i mean in some situations some extreme situations the you know it might be one of the parents that impregnates a child or something yeah, or it could be, be, be incest, you know could be and when we're thinking of law you kind of do have to think of those situations you know because those are the ones that slip through the cracks you know mm-hmm. just like the one we covered on the show where the girl was basically a ward of the state and the judge decided well you can't get an abortion you're not mature enough it's like well she wasn't supposed to be mature enough to be having sex so what are we really talking about now ain't that the truth too late after it happens episode 566 gaydar uh we talked about that um and uh you know some states in like the saudi or middle east were trying to invent a gaydar um that a working gaydar could de- detect gay people um but <laughs> the poll was do you want columbus day off from work yes or no because i'm tired of people being you know hypocrites and i think if we all got on the same page we could all get columbus day off 79 percent of people said yes which means 21 percent of people said no which means that 21 percent of people is why we'll never have columbus day off universally for every job because always gonna be 21 percent of people who are like i'm so smart i'm di- i'm a pros to this because i learned this in english in history it's like right. we all learned yes. it we want the day off dumb, yes. dumbass give me a check and let me sit my ass at home nick Jew says columbus day is the only thing i miss about working in the mortgage department at a bank i don't care about what the holiday stands for a day off is a day off that's right yes we know amerigo vespucci or whatever discovered america we also know that every other holiday is total bs except halloween the whole country is basically doing theater and you get candy pop locks (laughs) (laughs) chuck spear says see the thing about it is right now i'm tempt i'm temping so i only get paid for the days i work if i have columbus day off that's a minus eight hours of pay for me so fuck columbus that is until i'm back in a salary position where i get paid holidays off then we can celebrate it but only because he's dead whatever day he died let's celebrate that uh so chuck spears in the firmly in the group that keeps everybody from being able to party on on sunday night <laughs> ah! get fucked up um red bone science says I don't care about Christobel, Colin, Christopher, Columbus, a Spaniard, by the way. Shout out to my Latinos, que pasando, te amo. Anywho, I can work on that uh, that day, but if you want to have a major sale on that day, you want me to deal with all the tempers of guests. People trying to take 30% off of something already, 70% off and cursing at me, Ah. that's triple the stress on me. Then pay me time and a half at least so I can pay for these expensive migraine pills. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> and Rod and Karen, because without these three items, I would have to slap a bitch for walking tough to me with a bad attitude, calling me out my name because she picked up the item that's not on sale and her coupon expired five days ago and she still wants to try and use it. Bitch, don't kill my Bob. F you pay me. Hashtag two times. I don't blame you, honey. And she said, by the way, fuck Pat McCoy. I agree. Yeah, you know what? Yes, yes, yes. Fuck him. Because every time I listen to NPR, they keep passing some bullshit. Did you know when, uh, not to get off topic, but did you know when they did the um, shutdown, the, the North Carolina immediately stopped WIC <laughs> for like the days that it was mm-hmm. down. If you had WIC in the state of North Carolina, WIC and Medicaid, you, you, you didn't have access to it. They cut that shit off and they're getting sued. Yep. Fuck you, Pat McCory. The worst, man. Oh, I can't believe this is happening to our state uh do you like oprah's interviewer styles yes no i don't watch her interviews anymore yes six percent no 15 percent and 79 percent of people don't even watch her interviews anymore 
that's sad no it's not as good as they used to be yeah that's like exclusively what she does at this point mm-hmm. so it's kind of like damn people don't even want to watch that shit um should they name a street in brooklyn at the biggie yes or no yes 77 percent of people said they should no 23 percent of people said they should not the comments were chuck spears says they definitely have streets named after slave owners and war criminals in brooklyn so a former drug dealer in rel- is relatively harmless or maybe name it after his mama nobody can be mad at that right <laughs> sterling says well the street can't be more violent than every mlk boulevard in america so the street best be sponsored by Coogee. <laughs> yeah. i mean yeah i mean i'm sure that if you look at street names enough it's nothing but slave owning white people and shit but i don't know it's just one of those things where i understood the argument for not doing it because you know it's not i don't know i I don't know if black people just like he famous and it's brooklyn or or what because i mean i can't say that biggie stood for anything positive you know lyrically uh just message i just you know i can understand why people be like i don't want to name a street after this dude you know, like I doubt there's a Marilyn Manson street. You know, I get why they wouldn't do it is what I'm saying. Like, I think, you know, we just have a lower bar for what we consider, you know, acceptable when it comes to uh, our pop culture figures sometimes. But I, I don't think I wouldn't I, like it wouldn't seem right if a school was named after Biggie to me like it, or a street corner or whatever. It just seemed like a force. Plus, uh, like I said, they gentrifying that shit. What, it's just going to be hipsters what? doing the Harlem Shake and skinny jeans on that shit anyway. Ah! What, Tupac Elementary School? That's not what's hot in the street? Yeah. Well, I guess people from by our the, generation. By, by the Cyrus Middle School. That, that, ain't, that ain't what we doing. I just feel like people from our generation just recognize the names and like them as musicians. And they're just like, yeah, do it. You know, it's like, I don't know if this kind of music is what, you know, we're supposed to be aspiring to when the, you know in our neighborhoods and shit um all right let's play some voicemails karen okay hey rod hey karen it's your boy jim boy coming live from the south side man <laughs> hey man uh just, just got tuned back into the show uh love the new format still funny still hilarious you know just laughing just, just laughing catching up on some episodes uh karen keep coming with those tanks you are a tank machine. I know they tell you that all the time, but girl, you keep pushing through it. Keep trying. Just, 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 just keep rolling. Cause man, those they're just pure gold, pure gold. Like you need a greatest hit, right? Oh, someone, someone, like make that happen. That would be awesome. But yeah, man. Yeah, that's pretty much it. All right, have a nice day, guys. Peace, sweetie. All right. Well, thank you so much for uh, calling, uh, Jam Boy. And as you can see, I didn't forget your theme music, man. Thanks for checking in, man. Appreciate you listening. We do. Next voicemail. Yo, what up, Rod? What up, Karen? This your boy, Mudro. Uh, listening to the last show. I know this is press, so I admit it, but I'll say it. Um, Chief Karen said that Wesley Pipes is the one that wears the hat. Everybody knows that's a tank. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows that ah! Mr. Marcus that wears the hat. My so, bad. That's all I got for right now. Y'all be good. Keep it classy. Holla. <laughs> Thanks, Mudro. <laughs> that's a good point. Good catch on that one. I must have missed it. But, yeah, Mr. Marcus is a hat wearer, and Wesley Pipes has two gun tattoos. That's how everybody knows Wesley Pipes. Ah! Uh, next they voice, They both man. wear white socks. 
uh all all black performers tennis shoes white socks what's going on ryan karen it's your boy casey stork uh haven't called in a while uh when i uh listened to the uh, feedback show last week and uh read some uh rides uh tweets and just wanted to be the uh, one of the fans to call in and say i ain't called in a while but i'm still listening uh you know school keeps me busy got a little uh week break because of Columbus Day, and they had to do some moving here and there. So I've been kind of having a uh, black guy who tips uh, orgy on my uh, I, uh, on my iPhone. So just wanted to call in and say, uh, show, the show's great. Uh, and once I get uh, done with this schooling, I'm going to become a premium member, and I'm telling uh, everybody that I meet and know when they get my ride, I'll listen to the radio. I'll listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. I also uh, post that hot fire. So I'm trying to put the word out on every all the good shows that you put me on, and especially your show. So if uh, anybody calls in or uh, sends you a tweet or whatever at the Casey store, put them on. I'm gonna keep putting them on because you're gonna have. I want you to have a fan base here in Kansas City. So uh, keep up the good podcasting. Y'all take it easy. Casey Store out. Oh man, thanks, Thank Casey Store. We appreciate it, dog. Um and uh yeah man why well, listen to the radio when well, you can listen to us and so many other black podcasts out there man that, out there you know I to me it's better than most of the shit on the radio anyway I don't want to listen to Steve Harvey uh go over shit for the seventeenth time you know yes and the repeat and this is why I work uh I and I know sometimes I get on Roger nerves but man I every time every few months I literally give Rod a long ass list of people that I want. Mm-hmm. And I let time go by, and I give him that list again if he hadn't had him on, plus some more. So shout out to everybody out there that's been rolling over to uh, listen to people that we've introduced you guys to. Because I know people, a lot of people this week have been tweeting and hitting us up about uh, the girls from Whiskey Wine and Moonshine. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is, is that uh, I like good quality podcasts. So I want everybody out there to know if I find somebody... A, I've listened, and B, I don't get y'all bullshit. I can tell you that for a fact right now. Mm-hmm. She's right. Uh, last voicemail. Once again, it's about Casey still doing my usual uh, for getting something the first time I called. <laughs> uh, didn't technically cover it in the show, so I won't piss you off, but you have talked about it before. Man, thanks for putting me on that Arrow show. Uh, yeah, I, I like that shit. That shit is greatness. Uh, the only thing I will say is, uh, the other two, I guess it'd be his love interest and his sister. I don't get other words, man. He need to shoot one in with a fucking arrow in the head. <laughs> but, uh, and his mom, yeah, anyway, I get, anyway, yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever. People, <laughs> listen to Ride. All hell ride. The greatness of Ride. The, the, the kingdom of Ride. If the man tell you to watch the show, watch the show. But, uh, oh yeah, by the way, if you don't like it, uh, please don't tweet him or call him about it because, uh, yeah, then he get a little pissy about that. So, <laughs> all right, man. Casey, sort out. Y'all have a good one. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I, I love Arrow. Uh, season two started. Second episode came out last Wednesday. Um, great show. I've been telling yeah, people about it for a better part of a really year. Rolling with Arrow. Um, and uh, yeah, I love it. I actually did a podcast with Chris from the Sandy Check Report. Uh, I mean, Sandy Check. Uh, it's on uh, MovieTrailerReviews.net. It should. Um, and movie trailer reviews is the actual feed on uh, iTunes and Stitcher. 
and uh it was just an arrow season one recap and we just basically gushed over how much we love arrow and different plot lines and stories like that so uh hopefully people uh enjoyed it so uh we actually got a phone call let me um oh wait why didn't why wasn't i able to answer that uh all right but yeah so it was it was good man like uh so check that podcast out also i'm um every week i'm a guest on um uh film geek radio's podcast uh agents of shield cast yeah which is also on itunes and stitcher and you guys should check that out too yeah you can see that them live on spreecast underneath our feed yeah and it's real fun man we basically just talk about the latest episode of agents of shield uh every week and give our thoughts and uh you know that's a cool show because sometimes we get like uh different podcasters as guests that you know uh people might know from like the av club and stuff like that so hopefully you guys will, will check that out man um all right let's uh let's get into these emails because i think i uh, got everything with the voicemail so it's email mm-hmm. time uh sage writes us hey rod and karen up oh, hold on let me get this yo you're on with the black guy tips what's up what's up niggas hey. chilling chilling what's How going you on you chill hey man hey i'm sorry yeah, i know I, I ain't calling a while but i told you i need like 40 hours worth of goddamn content to stack mm-hmm. for my road trip so y'all do four shows a week and yeah i need like 40 hours worth of goddamn uh, <laughs> material and shit so i'm like I can't listen to the motherfucking show, which means I can't call and get no feedback. And I don't want to be like Howard old lying, old dumb bullshit, <laughs> pussy motherfucking ass, calling talking about pig feet and shit and, and tater chips and pound cake and all that bullshit. So I just think of shit. I just want to call and touch bases and see how y'all doing. Uh, how y'all doing, doing people? We, we doing good, good chill. We, we glad. We doing good. We glad you called. How you doing? Man, I'm, I'm chill. Hey. Whoever sent me that goddamn tweet with all them goddamn dildos, who knows? No, I know who it was. It was um, Cardiac from Berta. Nigga, man, that shit, hey. I, I'm a feel it. Man, they sent me a pic, man. None but, it's, in the tweet, girl, this, this, this chick says, I don't need no man. And it's like a picture with a table full of her dicks, you know, of uh, various uh, widths and sizes and textures and, and colors. Shit. And that's 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 all good. But what the got? She got a, she also got a hand on it, a, a fist. Oh shit, lady! <laughs> she yeah, she into that freaky shit, man. She got a goddamn fist. Now I'm not, y'all ain't got to know nothing about nothing, but y'all know you you got a fist up there with all them dildos. Y'all know what time it is. She <laughs> is in. Yes, she is. <laughs> I just got to salute that chick cause shit, a fucking fist sitting up there like black power. Well, it was actually black ah! power, but you know what I'm saying. But, put my put my, fi- put my fist in her like Kanye say, put my fist in her like a civil rights sign. <laughs> yeah, man, that, that shit looking strong, I'm, boy. I'm, that shit looking strong, I'm man. Pretty sure you but, get it brown too, so it can't be black power. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm just like that. That shit's crazy, man. Uh. So I want to say, anybody else out there got some dildo pics? Send them in. Shit, I'll check mine because shit. Send them directly to Chill, Chill. in Miami on Twitter. Yes, not, no not. need to copy me in on those. Uh, completely fine. Just <laughs> keeping it her business. So just make sure y'all do that. 
see Rod, I got some shit I want to see you, but you don't look at my goddamn shit when I like yeah, you be scared you, of shit now, nigga. Yeah, you be trying to you be trying to take it to the extreme, like you. You trying to find the most disgusting shit. Like, I don't need to be disgusted. I like to be aroused. It's completely different. But no, it's, it's not even disgusted. It's just, it's not even, it's, it's not extreme or disgusted. It's just sex. That's all. Nah, yeah, some, some of it be, nah, y'all don't listen to chill. Some, she'll send you like a picture of like a 500 pound person in a tub with a midget on top of them or something. <laughs> and they'd be like, what? I'm like, no, that's not my, that's not my lane. Okay, so so you mean tell me you ain't watched the picture I sent you of that big like seven hundred pound woman fucking that black dude in the ass? No, 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 please don't, don't send me those. Oh come on, man! Uh, I'm good. She fucked the dog shit out that nigga. She fucked the dog shit out that motherfucking nigga. Dog. Yeah, I'm good, man. No. And like, she, hey, she can only pump like four or five times and she got tired, but she fucked the dog shit out that nigga. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh. Chill is finally the end of the internet, the very, very yeah, end. Chill out there trying to discover damn uh, some new type of porn that's never been done before. I'm, I'm good. Oh come on, man! Come on, man! It's, it's all funny games. It's, it's, it's all funny games, <laughs> man. Oh come on, man! Come on. So like I say, man, hey, y'all doing pretty good on the time, man, and shit. I don't want to keep y'all too long. Oh, What's no on the menu today? Uh, nothing, man. Sushi? We got. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We might do Chinese food or something today. It, you know, it depends. You know how we do. Man, shit. I just called, man. I missed the fuck out listening to y'all, but, you know, I got bigger fish to fry. You know what I'm saying? No doubt. Like I said, I got a, a 20 hour road trip and I got to go there and come back home. So I, I need all the black guy who tips I can get. I'm just stacking <laughs> episodes, man. I'm uh, stacking the fuck out them bitch. So I'm thinking, I guess by the time, uh, Cause it's like, I was thinking like, I, I need like damn near 40 shows to cover my ass. I'm like, I don't have 10 fucking weeks and shit. So I just can't listen to shit until I get ready to go. So I'm fucked. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> well, it's good. It's still good that you uh, hit us up and let us know you still alive and, uh, everything's yeah, going good with you. Y'all my peoples, man. You too, chill. All right. On, on that note, man, I'm going to let y'all go. Black guy who tip nation. Uh, Send me your dildo. I would really love to see him, man. Just really and uh, I would really love to see him in use. <laughs> but anyway, black guy with patience. One love. Peace out. Peace. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, Sage Johnson wrote the show. And she said, reactions uh, mixed to a controversial Harrison billboard. And there was a billboard uh, linked to an article uh, that I'm assuming it will be good for guest the race. Uh, you know, and I'm, I'm gonna save it for, for guest the race later. But she said, I listen to your show every day. I can't do nothing but laugh. Thanks for making me smile and keep up the good work. I haven't subscribed yet, but I will in the near future. Oh yeah, I think you should read this above article on your show during the fucking with black people or something. Cause this article sure fuck with me. And I'm never making that drive through Crackertown, Harrison, Arkansas. Love, Sage J. Well, thank you, Sage. And uh, we will read it on the show. That was a, a great find. Lionel writes in Roy Wood Jr. and other shit. What's good? What's going on, Rod and Karen? 
first wanted to say that the past two weeks of shows have exceeded even the lofty expectations i have for your show as a longtime fan it's very exciting to see you guys continue to grow and develop different skill sets as podcasters specifically when listening to karen talk to the guests last week i was blown away by the level of thought she put into her questions as a person who sort of makes a living by asking questions i was highly impressed with how karen was able to challenge people in her questioning and not ask service level questions that people tend to get so kudos to you both now on to roy listening to the show you guys had this week with ty diamond where you guys discussed roy wood jr and how he hooked you guys up with tickets and cds that doesn't surprise me at the least because not only is roy from the home state birmingham alabama but i've hung out with roy on quite a few occasions as he as he used to date one of my best friends around the time he got the radio show in birmingham Every time we would all hang out, Roy was extremely cool and he would not allow me to pay for anything, but also put me on the list for tickets to his shows when he'd be performing in the cities that I lived. He's an overall good dude and one of the people that I personally wish success upon. Anyways, I think that's enough feedback for this week. Keep delivering that fire like Domino's Pizza when they had that 30 minutes or it's free campaign. Peace. <laughs> oh, thank you, sweetie. I do. I do try to ask challenging questions and i actually listen and i guess since me and roger do interviews and like when i hear other interview shows sometimes people don't always ask the questions that i would ask and i was like well somebody go off on something you're like well i want to find out more about that but they'll skip over things that i personally think is interesting uh latira writes in oh florida hey guys i love your show but i was just on yahoo and i saw this article and i thought it would make y'all giggle the state of florida never rests anyways keep up the great work i'll be listening love latira it's okay if y'all don't know how to pronounce it lol no one ever does um and her article was a link to apparently florida mistakenly let two convicted killers serving life sentences out free by mistake wow yeah um so just yeah ah! oh florida oh florida uh mudslinger writes in check it dear rod husband's in the house i heard your brief commentary on the scandal scandal television show the scandal debate is a hot topic in my household as well i don't hate scandal but i can't watch that shit it falls into a long list of f- female friendly television shows that make my head hurt every time i see them i also dislike Grey's anatomy because it's way too emotionally ignorant for me these shows are just too girly right my wife loves them though but that doesn't make me love her any less all in all it's probably a great show i just don't have the time for that type of drama so i stay out of that lane and only allow my wife to watch the show while she's barefoot and naked in the kitchen making dinner or when she's hand washing my drawers now to my point Ah! no disrespect to you either rod but i can't ride with you on the scandal bandwagon because you've changed nigga Uh oh every time you lost your Anyway, ever since you lost your job and became a house husband you become overly sensitive you remind me of michael keaton and mr mom you watching daytime soaps and eating bonbons and shit and not handling your wife you slipping brother huh as they eat cheese and crackers mm-hmm. you slipping brother you slipping and you need to do something about it well so can't you go back to just talking shit about the president man i mean ah! does it have to be about me Mm-mm. you don't have to change for me but damn it rod do it for karen nigga you're lashing ah! out you're lashing out in an emotional tirade damn near every, every show. This is having a terrible effect on Karen. She used to go on a wild rant every two or three shows, and that was understandable because you can't stop your live show to check her actions. <laughs> household style. But now she's yelling two or three times per show just to keep up with your inflamed temper. 
It's gotten so bad that you can't even calm her down anymore, and now she turns the rant on you. Like when you were having porn bukkake discussion with Chilla Owen a few episodes ago, totally unprovoked, Karen went wild for 20 minutes of anger aimed at you, and you didn't even demand anal or blowjob. That's sacrilege. Ah! Now I have solid proof based upon this scandal rage of yours on episode 563, and it's the straw that broke a nigga's back. The fans can't take this shit anymore, Rod. You need to get a hold of yourself and regain your composure. Karen is only crazed rage machine, the only crazed rage machine of the blackout tips. Not you, nigga. She's the only one who allowed to go overboard for no readily apparent reason. I like it when that happened once every two or three episodes, but now she's just gone plumb wild. But I, she's unpredictable as an animal rescue shelter pit bull fresh off of the Mike Vick estate. But I'm less afraid. Huh? I said, I'm getting them. But I'm less afraid of wild pits because I, it will at least give you some sign, like side eye, curled up lip. Karen don't even show no fangs no more. She just goes straight for the throat and I blame you. You are, you allow her to be as unpredictable as feedback letter from Howard. Just oh like, Lord. just like a Howard letter. This lack of house husband control makes absolutely no sense. Okay. That's enough rant. Thanks for the entertainment. Much love. Thanks for that slinger. Um, <laughs> You saw the president made them break, dog. He, yeah. he broke them on that, Yay, on, on that, on that, that, that government shutdown. I guess you ain't got nothing to say about Obama since he's been mm-hmm. proving that he's a real black man. So you try to turn on me because I'm the only other real black man that's untouchable in your eyes. I understand, brother. <laughs> hey, there's nothing wrong with having role models and looking up to people, and that's fine. And I know you admire Karen and I's relationship and how secure ah! I am with her expressing her emotions. And it doesn't bother me at all because she's her own person. Now, I know that that makes a lot of men uncomfortable, but I don't give a fuck. I still going to watch Scandal. I'm still going to have my cheese, crackers and wine. Oh, yeah. And y'all niggas just going to have to deal with it. It's, yeah. it's Scandal all day over here. 24-7. Where are my gladiators at? Exactly. Lauren Michaels and Sketch in general. This is from a man, James. He writes in, Dear Rod and Karen, listening to your discussion on SNL's practice of not hiring black female cast members got me thinking. A little background on myself. I started off doing open mic stand-up, realized it wasn't for me, then got pretty good at improv and sketch comedy. I got good enough that I earned the trust and respect of others and formed my own group. We had a good run and most likely had a good name in the area. However, listening to your discussion lets me know how good we could have been. We were basically nine white people and one black man. At the time, other groups looked at us with awe because we had one black man. Wow. Yeah, well, you know, sketch comedy isn't that diverse. You know what I mean? That's true. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It's not like we didn't look for diversity. We went for who we knew that were funny. And see, that's the thing, though. I think everybody does that. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's like, um, you can see, you can learn a lot about people from who they surround themselves with anyway, mm-hmm. but it's kind of like how, um, on our podcast, majority of the guests are other black podcasters. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because those are kind of circles we run in. Those are the people we know, but you look around every once in a while, we reach out to people where it's like that dude would have never even heard of your show or maybe they heard of the show. And they didn't know if they could be on or, you know, um, you know, you we're like, I don't concern myself with like i never go oh we need to get um some white people on this show that's never really a, a, a overwhelming thought but there are certain people that i like where i'm like oh man it would be cool if mike kaplan could do the show yes it would be you know what i mean or uh people like you know whiskey wine and moonshine like um 
uh you know uh like amber p like she's a person that you know now more and more people are starting to have her on on their shows and stuff but to me she was you know uh she was just a cool podcaster that i liked listening to Mm -hmm. you know i was like it would be cool if she would do the show you know like just mutually as a as a fun thing to do Dude. not not necessarily as like i need a black woman yeah. but it was just you know a natural type of occurrence i think the same thing happens on a lot of levels with white people too only thing is there's this weird association with it that people start defending it and they go well if white people could only find one black dude to do sketch comedy therefore there must only be one good black dude who can do sketch comedy you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. That, and it's like that's not how life works most people just don't really like pursue diversity or anything like that other than just if it's naturally in their makeup so but but like no one looks at our podcast and if we don't have say uh you know let's say we don't reach out and get a certain podcaster on and he's a white dude or a certain comedian on and he's a white dude nobody ever goes oh that white dude must not be funny enough to be on their podcast no they don't whereas this that that shit happens with saturday night live and you know when people try to protect these like cult so societal norms instead of going oh saturday night live probably doesn't do a good job reaching out for diversity they probably don't care about it instead it's no 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 it just means that nobody that doesn't fit their mode is funny and and that and that's you know and that's not true and that's one uh good thing about me and Roger both literally going out and kind of searching for finding people because it's things that perk me up especially being a female that Roger may overlook and it's certain things that uh, might draw Roger's interest that I might not initially be drawn to, but it's one thing we do have in common. Funny is funny and enjoyable is enjoyable, and that's regardless of the color of your skin and regardless of your ba- your background or your makeup and all that stuff. So it's one of those things where uh, we don't, how can say, diversity is here with us, but it's one of those things where if if it comes across us. We'll go. Okay, that's cool. We, it's like we don't actually have yeah, I mean, a way to go. People naturally have social circles. Yes. It's kind of like the irony of people being like, well, we need to desegregate the schools. And then you go on Sunday to everybody's church and everybody's church is segregated. Nobody forced them to do that. That's what people do yes. naturally. So, you know, if you start asking people like to get into a creative endeavor, they're going to start looking at their friends. They're going to start looking at, you know, people that they they run with in certain social circles and odds are you're going to find a lot of people who are like the majority of folks in my circle look act and talk and do everything basically like i, I do. do it so yeah you you know if you want to form a comedy troupe probably going to be white dudes if it's a black if it's a black dude trying to form a comedy troupe you're more likely that he'll kind of cross over and find white people because of just the sheer numbers yes but a lot of times those dudes click up where you'll be like, mm-hmm. you know, like, look at the Deceptive comics. Yep. That, you know, are those funny. are a bunch of funny ass black comedians yes. uh, or minority comedians all working together. And it's like nobody's going to think ill of them for that. But at the same time, it's kind of like uh, that's just how life works. People just group up. The problem being when you're SNL, when you're The Daily Show, yes. when you're these institutions that want to represent more when you're you trying to be, be the face be. of American comedy, that's right. You, and especially, you know, like if you don't want to believe in this responsibility, you don't have to, but you will be called a task on it because some people are going to notice. Mm-hmm. But your 
trying to show the world that this is a thing that represents everybody Body. everybody and then people go yeah this shit is not actually representative because i don't see me as a black female no on your show right. other than a black male with a wig and the dress fat right so um but yeah so so the point being though like that people are gonna look at that stuff and they're gonna go um you're not doing a good job the response to it is really where you get the issues because yes, it is. they could have just as easily been like, you know what, let's groom us some young black talent, minority talent, whatever race, gender, and see if we can get some people coming up through the ropes. You know, we have some people that get featured on episodes. Maybe they're not a full, uh, you know, full time wow. cast member, but we work on it until we get it. There's a ton of answers that can like f- fix this the shit. Problem. Or at least address it. And then there's the fuck you, none of, no black women are funny type of angle. And it's like, well, that's not going to help. No, you know? that's not. Like, that's probably and, the worst response. And that's going to cause less and less people not watching your show. Yep. So actually, rereading that last sentence, yeah, we didn't really look for diversity. <laughs> right. That's what, I think that's what everybody does, right? You pick a, you know, it's the same reason that if I can't find a guest and it's 24 hours till the show, I'll be like, oh, let me ask Chris. You know, let me ask so and so. Like, cause certain people that you like, oh, I, I work with this people. It's in my circle. I don't go. Now's the time where I'm gonna ask uh so and so to be on the show that I've never talked to before. Like, they can you be on the show tomorrow at 10 a.m.? It's like probably not. You know, it's a lot to ask. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but yeah, it says so. If we'd spent more time looking at what was available, we'd have been a better group. Plus, it may sound awful, but you play for the crowd. The crowd should ideally be everyone. You don't go out there look doing a show thinking this is going to be an all-white crowd. You expect to play for everyone. So why shouldn't your group and voice reflect everyone? You really don't have to look terribly far to find funny people who aren't white. Hell, talk to them. They may be interested in what you're doing. Honestly, I never thought of it before, but what you guys brought up raised a good point. Anyways, my sexy roommate just got home, so I'm going to hit on her. My point was... Uh, meant, my point was meant to be that more points of view on stage and backstage can only help increase your audience. Comedy is about exposure and getting the biggest audience possibly uh, possible only helps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that too. Like, I, I mean, you know, you got to reach out, man. But yeah, and, uh, and, and, and the thing is, now that you have to be willing to reach out. And that's one thing about me and Roderick. We're literally willing to reach out. And the worst you can tell us is no. So yeah. it's some things where we'll go, okay, this is a cool person. A lot of times we don't really look at that person's color. We go, okay, you're just an interesting person, a cool person, a funny person. Or we like we like your work or we've heard you before. We went to your show. So we will reach out to anybody. Yeah, and like I said, I don't even feel that it's something that everybody has to do. I just think that when confronted with it, you need to be able to explain why you did or didn't do something yes. and the wrong thing is the there's nobody like the wrong like if somebody tried challenge us and was like you guys don't have enough white guests on the show i wouldn't go that's because no white people are funny oh no you know like to me that seems like such that's dumb yeah like i can make a, a thousand different like well you know we don't really care about that we're not like we're not counting numbers to see who's what race and shit but uh we're you know and maybe our thing is we're never gonna do it or maybe our thing is oh we never even thought about it that's a good point i'll look into that that's right you know like there's a there's a ton of ways to actually address it or even just don't address it if you don't want to but to just go obviously there's no black people that can do this job at all it's fucking stupid it's fucking stupid but yet people 
who have these other shows say, yeah, I went and didn't get picked, but I have a number one rated show in another network. That's your right. fail. Right. Exactly. Because now you got other people that are doing the job and are doing well and they're doing a great job. And it's like, uh, yeah, this is possible. Um, I, you know, I was listening to Twib and Elon was bringing up the Daily Show and how some people get on them from not having women writers, women on screen and stuff like that. And he was saying, well, it's a very hard thing, a very, you need like, you know, a bunch of experience with politics and it's difficult to do the show in the first place. But it's like, if they no, cared about it, yeah. first of all, there's, uh, no shortage of black women that we know that write about politics and are funny They're and stuff everywhere. every day. But then too, if they, it's one of those things that if you cared about it, if it was your thing, you, you could go, groom people. And you could go find them. Yeah, not just go find them. You could also groom people. Yes. Let's say they don't exist. If it was, a, it's the same thing with Saturday Night Live. If it was something that you felt was, uh, a you priority. know, a, something that you want to do, accomplish, you can go find the people yourself, say this person has an aptitude for it. It'll be tough on them, but here we will teach them to do this job yep we will groom this person to do the job for us because we want a perspective that isn't just the people in this room that's right and i think the for the shows that claim to want you know like you know especially for like a show like the daily show where they call people out on their lack of you know certain political uh viewpoints certain you know certain types of diversity in congress and all this stuff you kind of would like for your show to be bulletproof yep so that no one can point to you and be like yeah but your room's full of just a bunch of white dudes writing politics shit so Mm -hmm. let's not you know who are you to call out fox news or something like that right uh it would be awesome if you can be like no actually we we thought about that we went and groomed people that and found people that were off the beaten path that uh now are linchpins of our show because we care about that kind of shit and you guys don't you know, something like that. So I just think it depends on how much you care, you know, and I don't think yes, everybody sir. cares about that shit. Mm-mm. Last uh, email. Great show this week. Great shows this week by Brandon. Uh, what's good, Rod and Karen? It's Bill Monty hating you up again to say good good job once again on another week of great quality shows. I enjoy seeing Whiskey Wine and Moonshine get some love on the podcast. I discovered them myself a few weeks ago and love seeing an intelligent black woman perspective out there in the podcasting world. Given there isn't a lot of them and they're so big and, and out there, so big ups to them. I also wanted to comment on the Maryville situation and how for- unfortunate it all is. It's sad seeing victims of rape get vilified even by other people who were probably victims themselves. True. Maybe these former feelings, maybe the, those former feels like, wait, maybe those former feels like these girls have a lot of our deaths. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, that was one of the things I speculated on, and uh, we'll probably talk about it some more tomorrow because new revelations are opening up in that case. But one of the things I said on the show was I feel like, a lot of the backlash those girls caught was from other victims like mm-hmm. who were justifying it in their own heads as this happened to me and I didn't say anything. So why, where do you get the fucking nerve to, to, to come out to think you're better out. than me by going to the police and saying you got raped? I, you know, it's almost like a form of denial. Like, well, yeah, I, I got passed out drunk and they passed me around in that, in that room. But you know what? Uh, I don't remember it all. I shouldn't have been drinking. I shouldn't have been sneaking out the house. And, uh, that, I wasn't raped. This is, you know, this, in a way, it's almost my level of control by being like, I'm not a victim. I'm not like you. I would never report something like that. And it's like, 
you know because the anger that the people have is so like the venom and the vitriol and people making t-shirts and shit like that where you're like y'all are rejoicing in this girl being raped and shaming her and trying to make her just go away and shut the fuck up it seems like you have issues where you're you're trying to shut these issues down too like if she wasn't around if she wasn't making noise you wouldn't have to think about whatever happened to you too that's right um um or just reminds them of the pain they went through and they don't like having to relive that terrible experience just theories i have i hope we progress in this area of our society because having people go through this and have their whole lives ruined should not be the move and we need to do better as a collective anyway it's great week again and continue to flourish y'all and entertain and enlighten us peace and love thanks bill monty we appreciate you man um Yep, that's it for the show. Uh, we got all the feedback taken care of. Uh, so hopefully people enjoyed the music. Um, uh, pretty short feedback show. So, um, we will be back tomorrow at 10 a.m. Thanks everybody for checking us out. Until then, I love you. I love you too, baby. Mwah. <laughs>